0: Do you Just think speak. sometimes we don't listen to our intuition because we don't necessarily like what it's saying? Uh-huh. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, I was going to bring that up when you were yeah. um, asking about, you know, what are the things that block us from mm-hmm. our intuition and I had that idea pop into my head but I trusted yeah. it, it come out again because very often it's not a matter of being blocked like we're well aware of what this voice or this nudge, you know, is compelling mm-hmm. us to do but we're afraid of what that means, you know, or what changes we might need to make, how that might impact ourselves, our relationships, our jobs, our, you know, because it it might be inviting us into a change that we're just frankly too afraid to make. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the other aspect of your intuition is it's not always gonna tell you what you wanna hear. It's gonna tell you what you need to hear.
0: Hi friends, welcome to another episode of The Spirit Unleashed. I'm your host, Robin Leachy, and as always, I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you very much. Have you ever had a hunch, gut feeling, or a deep knowing, and you can't explain how you know it? Well, today's show is all about intuition, and I can't wait to share it with you. I chat with Amy Jeffries, She is an intuitive guide and spiritual counselor, and we talk about what intuition is exactly, what blocks us from our inner guidance, what intuition can look and feel like, and also a few ways you can get in touch with your own inner knowing. Amy and I both share a recent experience with following our own intuition and how her hunch led her to discover a nearby cottage fire and how mine got my event tickets fully reimbursed after my boyfriend's emergency surgery. Amy reminded me how those hints and nudges aren't a coincidence at all, how our inner guidance plays a large role in our everyday lives and how important it is to trust those messages. You're going to love this episode and I have a feeling you'll think twice about ignoring that next nudge or hunch. Amy, I'm going to dive right in because I am really fascinated with this topic. I know that you love helping others tap into their intuition. So when did you start listening to your own intuition and truly embracing your personal gifts?
1: Probably in my early 20s, where I started to have this wherewithal of like, there's, there's more going on here. And I want to get curious and and look at this, you know, and see what there is to see here. I was just in a sort of general arts undergraduate um, degree, which I actually ended up dropping out of partway through. And I think, you know, so much that we can see in hindsight right that starts to make you know a clearer picture make a lot more sense um i i knew now looking back i can just see how um why that i i dropped out and just sort of you know was built for kind of um being in this world in a little bit of a different way learning in a different way and um not that i didn't enjoy school you know i went on to start into a nursing degree so like i i love You know, learning and facts and intellectual knowledge and all that kind of stuff. But I can see that my higher purpose was more around helping people discover there are different ways of knowing beyond, you know, the left logical, linear, factual, intellectual mind that we are, you know, mysterious creatures and there's all different ways um, of knowing and being in this world. So, Mm -hmm.
0: so that was in college. And did you kind of feel that? even as a younger child as well, just feeling a little different or like you said, more sensitive. Yes. That were you picking up on other people's energies as well with that?
1: In a major way. And yet I didn't know it at the time. So now I have, you know, language to be able to describe, you know, who I am and how I'm built. Mm -hmm. And so there's such a term, right, as highly sensitive person, and empath, you know, and so Those are, you know, me to a T, you know, extremely highly sensitive to all all sorts of internal and external impressions. That's what makes up a highly sensitive being Um, an empathic. You know, I feel energy. I can walk into a room and feel, you know, someone's grief or depression or anxiety or anger. Yet at at the time, I didn't know it. So it more just felt like the soupy, overwhelming experience where I just felt overloaded, and bombarded by feeling an emotion all the time. And to be honest, there was a lot of self judgment that went along with that. Cause I just sort of was like, you know, <laughs> get with it, Ames like stop <laughs> being this wet blanket on the floor. Or, you know, I'd be exhausted one day or depressed the next or, you know, elated. You also feel, you know, heightened emotion as well but it just sort of felt like this um, unstable, sticky, soupy experience and so, um, now, I mean, it's so helpful when you start to look at it more and study it and bring a greater level of understanding and awareness, and and um, to see what this actually is. It's it's actually a gift, a superpower, like you said, sensitivity, mm-hmm. intuition, you know, feeling deep empathy, being an empath in this world. It's um it's an incredibly powerful way to live. It's just learning um, how to support yourself as a sensitive being. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so is it. Was it hard at the beginning when you hadn't really put a name to it or recognize what it was to not pick up on those energies, but then let them affect you? Like if somebody was feeling sad, would you feel sad as well? Like would that yes. bring you down? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And a lot of times, you know, in my primary experience um, with my family members, you know, there's a lot of, in looking back, I'm like, wow, so much of it I thought was um, me and now I'm able to look back and just see how, yes, certain things were me, but other times where I was really imprinting and downloading and feeling, right? You don't have as an empath until you learn to have those boundaries. You're just sort of like this open, porous being to it all. And it just comes into you and takes you down. At least it did <laughs> me a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, a lot of challenge, but like with anything, we learn so much, Um through our challenges. And, you know, that's been a great challenge for me to, um, yeah, just navigate this world as a sensitive being.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you find you have to put a bit of a shield up to protect your energy as well? I do,
1: you know, and and this is something that I work on every day um, for myself. It's something I coach my clients to do as well. Is just, you know, I call it energy medicine practices. So it's just sort of recognizing how we're built and that there are ways we need to support our energy every day to, you know, ground ourselves. Very often, highly sensitive people are you know, incredibly ungrounded, and and you're just in the static frenetic energy. So it's so important that energetic hygiene, right? Grounding, shielding you know putting up boundaries so it's Mm -hmm. sort of being in this place of of openness right we don't want to be like this strong steel fortress around ourselves Mm -hmm. you know we want to be able to be open and relate and connect and communicate but with strong boundaries Mm -hmm. there's a friend that she said it's such a great statement it's like open heart but strong boundaries and that's um yeah every day I have to Um, do that for myself to be able to sort of then go out and meet the world, you know, in a a Mm -hmm. balanced and open and connected way.
0: Yeah, because it's so easy to just say, Oh, I'm an introvert and want to stay inside. But you still need that human connection. And, and you know, life is ups and downs and feelings and energy. So you don't want to not feel any of them or experience any of them, right?
1: Yes, that's Mm -hmm. right right and it's learning how to you know build yourself as that strong capable container that can be open to all kinds of feelings and experiences right we're here (laughs) to live and experience and express it all in this human journey (laughs) and so yeah a lot of the work is being able to be present to what is arising within us and just have that grounded place of presence to witness emotion feeling you know mm-hmm. like passing clouds moving through mm-hmm. um, but for sure you know some of the most powerful impactful teachers I know are actually sure. highly introverted you wouldn't know it right but um okay. I think of them yeah yeah <laughs> totally you me I know you follow uh Sonia Choquette she's been mm-hmm. one of my you know wonderful teachers and mentors along the way and and what people don't necessarily know about sonia she's quite an introverted soul right and so um but you know as introverts just as extroverts once you know how you're built you know what you need to be able to recharge your spirit mm-hmm. so a lot of that inner connection and then you're ready to kind of go out and branch out and meet the world again
0: so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm one of those people that when someone cancels i'm like oh okay i'm not necessarily disappointed like of course it'd be nice to see them and catch up and have that mm-hmm. interaction but especially at the end of the week, sometimes it's just like, you yeah. just need that time alone. So I always just think, well, it was a sign I needed it. They needed it or but,
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: not to be. to be a bad
0: friend or anything.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, how would you describe intuition?
1: Yeah. So that's a great question. So there's a couple different ways I'll speak to this. So Essentially, your intuition is your ability to know something without any external input or influence, right? It's it's an inner event, an inner knowing, like this inner experience that you arrive at without you know, um, the outside world. And so, you know, people often use words to describe, like, I, I just had an intuition. I just knew other words we use to describe it. You know, the, a gut feeling, a nudge, hunch, a flash, a download an aha. Right. And so it, um, it's, it's, it's just something that arrives. That's there. It back bypasses the brain, you know, thinking logic, reasoning, Mm -hmm. all of that. And, um, the word itself, intuition, means inner teacher. And so, you know, we all have this inner teacher, this inner guide, this inner guidance
0: mm-hmm. that
1: is um, speaking to us all the time, broadcasting to us. You know, if we're paying attention, if, if we learn how to speak its language. Um, and then the last thing about intuition, um, you know, I would say is that through a spiritual lens, you know, the definition of intuition is it's the voice of your soul, your spirit, Mm -hmm. your higher self, you know, your essential self. And, and it's communicating with you through energy and vibration, right? So it's these little, um, inner nudges, whispers, stirrings within, you know, Mm -hmm. and so, um, I like to think of intuition as my like very own direct telephone line to hire guidance. I always share that a lot with my, you know, that visual with my, my clients, you know, it's just, I, it's, it's this direct telephone line. That's always available to me. I just have to pick up the receiver and listen in. What is it? There's, um, I think it was like a, a game show where one of the options they're trying to solve these problems. And
0: one of the options <laughs> is to call a friend. And I always think of your intuition <laughs> like, wants to be a millionaire oh,
1: <laughs> that's Great. That's great. And one of the options I always think of that is call a friend. It's sort of like call a friend, call your, your higher self, you know, mm-hmm. that telephone line that your higher self is commuting, communicating through that line, through the voice of your intuition. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and you know, it's something that we all have the ability to tap into. Um, and we were born with it, you know, um, Sonia Choquette, she, you know, certain people, certain teachers have little buzzwords and things stick with you. But she always said, you know, birds have radar, bats have sonar, you have intuition, right? Mm-hmm. It's this innate guiding intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, would that be similar to, I guess a few things I can think of is like the salmon, where it just knows it has to go where it has to go, or when yeah. some animals are going to hibernate, they just know the path. And i always been curious about that like is it something in the earth and they're following that pull like I guess it would be similar to us but maybe in our heart like we feel that pull
1: yeah that's right Mm -hmm. there's so much more than meets the eye right in this world Mm -hmm. and we're in such a um, energetic experience and so much of intuition is about learning to speak the language of energy right Mm -hmm. tuning in You know, to this resonant field. So yeah, I mean, you think of birds flocking. How do they know to fly and be? We all have these the psychic inner sense, this inner radar, and and it's plugged into energy and vibration. Hmm. And yeah, that's that's how it works. It's quite magical, really.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what do you think blocks us from tuning into that?
1: Such a great question. There's probably a few. uh, There's probably many things, but I would say the most major things that sabotage our blocker intuition number one is fear fear is a very staticky incoherent energy you know when we think of when we're in fear we're in flight or flight and immediately we're contracted you know we're we're cut off like we're just sort of like you know we're not in an open and receptive state so fear is a really big one that just sort of disconnects us we can't ever be fully disconnected right it's our spirit our soul but we're you know it's sort of our posturing when we're in that fear state we're very contracted and closed off so that's a big one the mind in general you know we've been highly conditioned in this world to live out of our heads you know how do you figure out your way forward we've been taught since a young age in grade school like Mm -hmm. figure it out go solve the problem analyze this way or that like it's always constant analysis thinking thinking logic reasoning And that is a big block to our intuition. Our intuition will not be found up here. Like you said, right? It's dropping Mm -hmm. in. It's a body-based, heart-based, felt, resonant knowing. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing, you know, which is a sneaky one that I would say that blocks people from their intuition is that subconsciously, you know, they're telling themselves I'm not intuitive. I don't know how to connect, you know, like that's for other people, not me. I don't, I don't know that way of being or knowing, or I can't, right. So subconsciously that registers and right out of the gate, you're just like, you know, preventing yourself from even trying or getting curious about having the experience that maybe you do get intuitive nudges Mm -hmm. because we all do. It's just a matter of, you know, getting curious and, and opening up. So,
0: and maybe they've even followed them before, but hadn't put them together as oh that's what intuition is
1: exactly mm-hmm. so much of it is just awareness of what it looks like what it feels like and you can mm-hmm. start to look back and go oh wow so yeah that was an intuitive nudge
0: mm-hmm. for sure yeah. how can you tell the difference between intuition and your ego or mind because sometimes it is yeah. easy like if I'm about to meditate I'll be sitting there and maybe I'll ask a question before and I'm like okay well was that my mind or is that the intuition it's like hmm
1: hmm. It's a really great question. And such an important distinction to make. Um, because the two channels, I like to always, you know, pictured, they're like t- television channels, right? Mm-hmm. They two very different channels or frequencies or energies that have a very different effect when we're tuned into either channel. And sometimes, like you said, it, it's more, um, it's easier to um, separate them out. And other times, it can be a little bit more tricky. But You know, essentially, we look at what ego is. Ego is rooted in this idea of a small, separate self, right? Like it's rooted in separation and disconnect. And, um, you know, in that there's a lot of vulnerability. I'm the small, separate self that needs to survive and defend and attack and protect myself in this world. Mm -hmm. So the ego's voice is very often rooted in fear. Right. And so um, and, and then there's all kinds of manifestations of how fear can show up. It could be, you know, very um, uh, dramatic, very, you know, future past oriented. It's never in the present. It's just, you know, um, very controlling, demanding, competitive, um, comparative. It's a really kind of um, insecure voice. It's often very, yeah, just very dramatic, very black and white. You know, mm-hmm. this is right, wrong, good, bad. And, um, and, and you know, when you're in that channel of the ego, there's a lot of analysis. You know, like analysis leads to paralysis, but it's just the spinning eddy of, of thoughts that um, are just, you know, when you're in that channel, you just sort of tune into your body and most often you'll find you're kind of cinched up and, mm-hmm. you know, um, very contracted um one of my teachers used to call it like tight butt syndrome you know (laughs) the voice of the ego just notice where your body is it's very contracted Mm -hmm. you know your buns are tight your your jaw is clenched you know and Mm -hmm. so yeah there's all kinds of different ways in which it it speaks but you know simply put it's very sort of you know fearful unsteady kind of energy versus you know the voice of your intuition look to its roots Where's it coming from? It's, mm-hmm. it's your soul. It's, it's a higher spiritual energy. It speaks of love, peace, presence, truth. So it in and of itself, its energy signature is calm and steady, almost like a loving parent, you know? Um, whereas ego, it's sort of, you know, it's kind of trying to convince you of things. And there's one, one message, one moment and another message, the next. So it's this Mm -hmm. frenetic, changeable, unsteady, right. Where versus intuition, um, once we start to pay attention, it's like, it's, it's telling you the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a calm radiating signal. It's not trying to like wave or do cartwheels at you, but it's just, it's calm and present very often, very quiet but the message is communicating is consistent and clear.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you just- think sometimes yeah. we don't listen to our intuition because we don't necessarily like what it's saying? Uh-huh. Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, I was going to bring that up when you were yeah. um, asking about, you know, what are the things that block us mm-hmm. our intuition? And I had that idea pop into my head, but I trusted yeah. it to come out again <laughs> because very often it's not a matter of being blocked. Like we're well aware of what this voice or this nudge, you know, is compelling Mm -hmm. us to do but we're afraid of what that means you know or what changes Mm -hmm. we might need to make how that might impact ourselves our relationships our jobs our, you know because it it might be inviting us into a change that we're just frankly too afraid to make so Mm -hmm. you know the other aspect of your intuition is it's not always going to tell you what you want to hear it's going to tell you what you need to hear Mm -hmm. because you know because it's It's sort of working in your highest interest. We are here as soul um, for growth and evolution and to really live into our higher purpose for being here. Mm -hmm. And, um, so very often the route to that can be, you know, (laughs) putting ourselves in uncomfortable places and, you know, Mm -hmm. pushing through discomfort out of our comfort zone, but that's, you know, all the process as you know, of growth and expansion, right. Mm -hmm. So for sure. But a lot of people, they're like, I know, I know, I know, but it's it's (laughs) it's that stops them for sure.
0: Yeah. Just need that trust.
1: Just need that trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how I know we are a very busy society. We have work and family and recreation, entertainment. How do we tap into our intuition? Like, is there a practice you could share with us that you can do in your car or in the shower? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can share a couple for sure. I feel like I have so many different tips and tools, um, like a library of things really that, um, I I love to use and share with my clients. But um, I think that you said something that was really key. You know, our lives are so busy and noisy. And Mm -hmm. so like we really truthfully, one of the first things that we need to do is quiet down our lives externally and internally in ways that we can. It reminds me of um, this Ram Dass quote, the quieter you become, the more you can hear, Mm -hmm. right? And so your intuition you know, which is connected to spiritual energy, it's not going to compete with the noise, you know, it's a subtle energy and vibration. Mm -hmm. And so in order to be able to like plug into it, we have to quiet our lives down. And so, you know, externally just looking at what are some ways in which I can adjust my lifestyle and maybe if there are no adjustments to be made, just like setting conscious times throughout the day where you just literally pause everything and just stop and rest and become present, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, But it's essential because, like you said, you know, and a lot of people live in that state of just go, 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 constantly going, constantly doing, constantly thinking, just in a very heady, disconnected state. And so sometimes we have to be ruthless if we really want to shift things up and and feel more spiritually connected and connected to our intuition. We have the fact of the matter is we have to slow our lives down Mm -hmm. Um, and then internally. The most powerful way to do that is through meditation. So that is, you know, the number one thing that I would recommend, you know, to quiet your life down is to pick up a daily meditation practice. Mm-hmm. Because in that, you begin to just become a lot more quieter inside. And not only that, you're more able to recognize this incessant voice, you know, the voice of the mind. Oh, I'm listening to that. I'm separate from that in the sort of, you know, calmer, more spacious part of you opens up and that's the part of you that's connected to your intuition and to spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's all of that to say tip number one is just like, mm-hmm. you got to quiet down and meditation is key mm-hmm. for sure.
0: See, yeah. I had thought I was doing pretty well with not having a busy calendar. I'm very mindful about that. And I'll meditate around lunchtime. But for me, I had always had music on in the background like while I'm working I always have music on but the last few weeks first I went to classical music and then I just went to nothing and Mm -hmm. I thought music was like lifting me up and making me feel good but I actually feel much better in the silence I have noticed yeah and I hadn't even put that together put two and two together
1: that's very cool what a beautiful recognition you know
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um For sure. As sensitives, we're so impacted by everything, sight, sound, vibration, our environment. So yeah, that's beautiful. I love that.
0: Are there any other ways we can connect with our intuition?
1: Getting grounded, you know, is being in the body because our connection with our intuition, with our spirit comes through the body. So if we're not in our body, you know, if we're ungrounded, if we're disconnected, um, then we're just—it's just, just going to be that much harder to make that intuitive connection. And the fact of the matter is, most of the time, you know, we get into busy, rush, stress, overwhelm, hustle, hurry, right? And and just very naturally, we get really kind of heady, disconnected. We're kind of go 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 in our heads. We got a million and one things to remember, lists to do things right. So, so. That, that kind of disconnected state that's, you know, ungrounded, not in the body is, is a very hard place to, to be able to connect to that higher guidance. So it's just about pausing and dropping in and remembering your body is the home to your soul, to your spirit, to your intuitive connection. And so, I mean, there's so many ways that you can get grounded and get in your body, you know, from yoga to, you know, exercise to like lying on the ground. But the, one of the simplest ways I like to do it, you just, you know, you just need yourself in the present moment and your hands and, um, you know, rubbing your palms together and just doing some deep breathing and put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly and just breathe, you know, and focus on dropping your energy down into you know, your heart space into your belly, just feel your energy sort of inhabiting your body. Mm -hmm. And when we are in our bodies, we are present. We're, and we're available and open and receptive to guidance. So that's a really big thing is being in the body to be able to connect to higher guidance. Cause some people think it's somewhere out there in the ethers we're traveling to the stars. It's like, no, it comes through the inner body, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be home. And, um, you know, another it, you know, tool that I like to share, it's just like practicing radical joy. And people sort of question that and think, well, that's silly. But when we are in a joyful, love filled, you know, playful, creative, spirited place, like think of children when they're in the mode, mm-hmm. like they're just, you know, imaginations are flowing, they're playing, they're creating, they're spontaneous, they're having fun. Overall, you know, we need to lighten up as as humanity, we're very heady and serious. And why do we do that? How does that relate to our intuition? Well, when we are practicing joy and and play and creativity, we're in a very high vibration, right? Gratitude is up there as well. We're in our hearts, we're happy, we're joyful, we're light filled. And that is the same, you know, energetic vicinity as our soul as our intuition, as our guides. And so when we're in that state, we're automatically and immediately connected to the voice of our intuition. So practicing joy.
0: Well, especially as a parent, as a mom, you just feel this responsibility to be teaching them so much, but they ultimately teach us quite a bit too, if we're open and willing to see what they have to offer, which is a lot, yeah.
1: It is a lot. They are highly connected. (laughs) <laughs> right? They're, they're, you know, even closer to their spirits than we are in, <laughs> in many ways, right? Because we've just been sort of conditioned out. And uh to get up into our heads and into like, life is heavy and serious, which, <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, there are realities and struggles and challenges. But but the answer is to get back to that, you know, inner child state and way of being, because that is that's so dialed into the spontaneity to the creativity to the to the love and beauty of our intuition and of mm-hmm. spirit, for sure.
0: Something I had actually just seen I follow Sarah Blakely on Instagram. Okay. She is the founder of Spanx. Okay. Uh, yeah. So she has been very successful and she um, had recently talked about her intuition and that those hits and nudges came to her. Every day she would go out and play on the playground. Like yeah. and she, she didn't have children at the time either. So she said she always got like strange looks. What are you doing? Are you here to kidnap our kids? Right, she right, said yeah. It was it was the playfulness that would bring that out. And and I have found looking back too that those nudges never came like when I actually wanted to know an answer. It was when I was like, I could be doing the dishes and then something comes. So when you said those aha moments, I always just call them like aha moments. But yeah, they actually are your intuition coming yeah. in.
1: That's absolutely right. Yeah. You know, another really effective way of connecting with your intuition is to speak it out loud. So, you know, when you're washing the dishes, Robin, and when you get that sort of intuitive download, you know, speak it aloud mm-hmm. or get your phone out and record it or write it down and 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 develop a practice of doing this regularly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, My teacher always said, and I love the saying, and it stuck with me ever since, but when you name it, you claim it. So Mm -hmm. when you speak something aloud, sort of a vibe or a sense that you're getting, you know, you're giving it a voice, you're making it more real. And it's, it's a really effective way, not only of starting to develop this record so that you can kind of go back and look at it and learn, um, but you're really signaling to your higher self and to your intuition that you're, you're taking this seriously, right? Mm -hmm. You're taking notes and, and it's a really amazing way to connect and and also to turn up the volume on Mm -hmm.
0: that. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and it's nice too, that you do have that free will and you have the choice of following it or not, but. At least acknowledging it that you received it.
1: Yes. Is empowering. Mm -hmm. That's right. It is empowering. And then, yeah, it's sort of like you don't necessarily have to do anything with it. If you're sort Mm -hmm. of, you know, growing into it a little bit, you know, be kind with yourself. But at least, you know, like you said, you're having this experience and then it's your choice whether or not you're going to act on it. But at least you're going, right, I am having this inner experience. I know it's there. I can recognize it. Mm -hmm. That's really powerful.
0: Do you have a personal experience you could share about where you trusted your intuition? I know you talked about it a bit with school at the beginning when you first started recognizing it. Um yeah. I, do- I know it doesn't have to be those big hits where oh I just knew to turn turn left because there was going to like they didn't know why but then there was a car accident or something like that and I think a lot of people associate intuition with those big hits but do you have any like little nudges that that you have followed yourself.
1: Yeah. I have. I have one that happened very recently, and then one other little one. I could probably share them both, depending <laughs> on time. Uh, the most recent one was um, I was skating with my daughter a couple weeks ago on this beautiful pond um, in in the Gatineau in Quebec, and um, and she fell down. So yeah, it can just be in like you know small little moments,
0: mm-hmm. and she
1: fell down, and right away there was a voice in my head and this resounding knowing like her wrist is broken right and so it can come in like and that's usually how intuition comes in Mm -hmm. it's the first thing to arrive on the scene it's usually our head that gets in there afterwards and dissects and questions and doubts right but it's that it's that boom right there and so I know myself enough and I know my intuition enough to know how it operates you know I get um these knowings like a direct knowing voice in my head you know, feeling in my body was just sort of like, yeah, done deal. I know. And, and in that sense, right, that's where it bypasses everything. I didn't need to, although, of course, you know, we went to the doctor in an mm-hmm. x-ray. But I didn't need those external things to confirm what I already knew. Mm-hmm. You know, I already knew what that x-ray was going to show. Um, this one, for whatever reason, just came through my head. Uh, this was at my cottage many summers ago. It's probably in my early 20s. And, um, and we were sitting down to dinner at the cottage and um, we have this view of, you know, the beautiful lake. And then across the lake, I saw this little bit of smoke. So I was sitting at that side of the table that could look out and just see this smoke there and, um, and just sort of mentioned it. And, you know, my whole family was sitting there and I said that I feel like that's a lot of smoke. And they're like, Oh, they're just having a bonfire. They have bonfires all the time. Right. And so that's the voice of reasoning. Oh, right. You know, of Mm -hmm. course, but it's, you know, your intuition is one of those things where it doesn't, it doesn't let up. It's the same consistent message. And I just kept having this sort of, you know, alarm bell going off inside that's that's not just regular smoke, it's not a bonfire, you know, and so um, eventually, I was able to convince my dad who begrudgingly right we had just sat down to this like wonderful meal and i I think it was my dad possibly my brother but like let's just you know let's just be safe and boat over there i'm sure it's nothing Mm -hmm. meanwhile on the inside right it was just this knowing there's more going on here and and then sure enough it was you know um we ended up having to call the fire department um all the rest so yeah just these 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 flashes right Mm -hmm. um and we all experience it differently Mm -hmm. um Yeah, sometimes I I
0: always just say, I'm psychic. And I don't know if they're related, or if they are two separate things. But I just always kind of bypass intuition and just say I'm psychic. So I don't know if it's a mixture or
1: Yeah, no, I love it. Psychic. You know, the root word of psychic is psyche. And that means of the soul. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you're psychic, it's like you you are of the soul, you speak soul language, which is the language of intuition. So that's beautiful. Claim it, say it. I love it. That's yeah. it's such a you know beautiful thing to celebrate and to normalize and mm-hmm. um, and to help others do the same. Because I think for far too long we've been really um, you know sort of physical, three D reality, five senses oriented. You know, mm-hmm. stuck up in the heads and in, in proof and logic and evidence. And as we know, there's this whole sort of unseen, energetic spiritual realm of things right where there's so much more going on yeah it can
0: be a little intimidating but it can also be very exciting and just feels good knowing you have that extra support Mm, and guidance and like a compass almost right that's Mm -hmm. right
1: yeah yeah you're just you're part of for me yeah it's very comforting knowing that um yeah, my intuition is the voice of my soul, but we are also able to connect to other higher guidance, you know, whether that be mm-hmm. guides or ancestors, but it's just really opening up to this like energetic reality of, of you know, connection and magic and mystery. And it, it is, it's really um, beautiful and awe-inspiring for mm-hmm. sure.
0: I had a kind of neat experience like almost exactly a year ago, which is why I thought, oh, I should bring that up. Yeah. Um, so I was buying a Christmas present for my partner, Steve, and I never buy that ticket insurance or insurance for anything like in case you can't make it because mm-hmm. it was only like a month out. I'm like nobody's sick. We don't have like elderly people. We'll be fine. And um, so I never buy it. But at the checkout, it was there and something just said, get the insurance. I was a little hesitant because I thought, well, I don't want to spend 20 more dollars on top of this, these tickets. Um, But I did. So I got the ticket insurance. And then the day before the comedian, the show we were supposed to see, Steve had to go in um, for emergency surgery to have his appendix out. And because I had that insurance, we got all of the money back and then I could buy tickets to something else. But I was like, oh, I just knew I was going to need that and Amazing. I never buy it so that was yeah. kind of it's neat
1: yeah what a beautiful yeah and experience you know mm-hmm. to recall to be like wow that was a premonition that mm-hmm. was an intuitive hit yeah. of what was to come yeah mm-hmm. wow incredible
0: no it's fun and it happens a lot more often than we realize I think
1: yeah mm-hmm. to um you know sort of for me it was really helpful to kind of take a closer look and study my intuition a little bit more and understand okay like what are the different ways that your intuition can speak to you and when you sort of start to color in the lines a little bit it's like oh okay these are real lived inner experiences and that sort of brings up the clairs you know claire sentience clairvoyance claircognizance clairaudience those are the four main ones there's other ones but claire first of all c-l-a-i-r means clear so um, clairvoyance is clear seeing, you know? So we have these other, beyond our five senses, we have these subtle inner senses, the intuit- these intuitive senses. Mm -hmm. And they literally will come clear seeing it sort of you're not seeing with your physical eyes, right? But that's when you're getting you're seeing with your third eye, your inner eye, these images, these flashes. So some people are very visual when it comes to having an intuitive experience. They'll literally see something flash in their mind's eye. That's Mm -hmm. clairvoyance. Sentience is comes through the body through feeling. It's a major one in myself, you know, a lot of empaths. You're So you are getting intuition through, you know, the pit of your stomach feeling or your racing heart rate or, right? Mm -hmm. It's just this resounding feeling. It's very body-based, very inner feeling. Clear audience is clear hearing. So, you know, there are those mediums or intuitives, or, you know, I also have experiences of it where you hear a voice. most often it's through your own voice but it's literally this auditory experience of some voice saying like you Um, know don't do this or right that's turn left left. yeah turn left that's right (laughs) okay and then um the last one claire cognizance clear knowing so that's when you know something without knowing without knowing how you know it's just Mm -hmm. immediate knowing you know you might even i know for me i've been able to like you know, spew facts from about an illness, for example, I've never even looked it up. And it's like, how did you know that? It's like, uh, I, I do know, right? <laughs> we Information through these different inner highways. So yeah, it's really helpful to know that.
0: No, that's great. Because I think a lot of people just think intuition, like myself, I just kind of assumed, oh, I feel it in my heart and my gut. So everybody else must. So that's right. a good invitation for our listeners to Observe and look within and think, okay, well, how do I get these hits and these nudges? So I love that you just shared that. And yeah. I do like to leave the show off with a question for the listeners to deepen yeah. their own awareness and reflection. And maybe you could leave us with a question for their intuition. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Actually, it's funny. It's just exactly what you just said. Um, so for our listeners today, Um, what I would leave you with is to go back and do um, a look back on your life, do a historical dig, because we're all intuitive. We're all receiving messages all the time. And let's just sort of, you know, a great way to connect with your intuition is to study it in your life because it's already operating and it's already been operating a lot. So look back first on um, a situation in your life where you didn't follow your intuition. But now, you know, with hindsight 2020 or whatever the saying is, you can look back on that experience and see a lot of things more clearly. Maybe you're like, "Oh, I knew it. You know, I knew that was going to happen, but you didn't listen to your intuition for whatever reason." So, go back and study that experience. Like, how did you know? What were the inklings, the nudges, the red flags? You know, what what were the warning bells? go back and just study yourself, not not in a way of like judging yourself, but just getting curious, like, how did I actually know what I know now? You know, what, how did my intuition show up for me? You know, like you said, was it a body based experience? Was it just like a knowing that's clear Mm -hmm. cognizance, right? So how how was your intuition speaking to you? What what did it look like, feel like, smell like, sound like, you know, really kind of go back and see what your experience was, because then you'll be able to, once you sort of pick it apart a bit and go, oh, wow, I actually felt this or saw this or had a dream or, you know, what were the moving parts to that Mm -hmm. intuitive experience? And not only that, I think it also just sort of stepping back, you're doing this overall study of intuition in your life and just being, you know, looking at experiences where you followed it and what was the outcome of that and where you didn't follow it and what was the outcome of that. Um, It's just, you know, a great way to see your intuition is always steering you to a place of good, of greater good and expansion. And, you know, it, it, it just starts to build this level of trust. Like, yes, I can follow this thing. I'm meant to. You know, it's got my back. It's mm-hmm. leading me to the greatest, you know, most clear path ahead. So,
0: well, that's a great question to end off with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for everybody to reflect on that and build their own awareness around their intuition. So, thank you for sharing that question. Thank you for being on the show today and chatting oh, it's with me. Pleasure. I know I could talk about intuition for a long time. And when we have our tea date, I know we will continue Absolutely. it. <laughs> I can't
1: wait. And thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Robin. It's been lots
0: of fun. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for listening. A quick reminder that if you enjoyed the podcast, and find it motivating or inspirational, I'd love if you could take a moment to leave a positive review. It is helpful and much appreciated. Also, please note this podcast is intended to inspire and support you and bring a little more awareness and magic to your life. I'm not a therapist or psychologist, and my guests and I can only speak from our personal experiences. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or another mental health issue, please reach out to a professional in your area. Thank you and all the best. Come back each Monday and Thursday for new episodes. See you then.